This is the coolest show brought to you by Hip Hop Caucuses. Think 100%. It's the coolest show you know. Keep the culture connected. It's the coolest show you know. In your ear, yeah, respect the expert level information, entertainment, education. Rev here, we got you covered as you hit your destination. Climate rules everything around me. Cream. For those who lost focus, close your eyes and just dream. Open your third eye, now the world is your off. Coolest, coolest show you know. It's the Hip Hop Caucus. There are times when I get to do an interview um, with someone who is a part of the Hip Hop Caucus family. And there are times I get to do folks where folks who are also creatives and producers and activists. Well, today I have the honor of introducing someone to you who is both a part of the Hip Hop Caucus family through her recent work that she just did with the Petrochemicals docuseries, and as well as someone who was a creative and a producer. So I'm excited to be introducing to you the director, the producer, Takia, no better known as Tizzy Green, <laughs> who is just phenomenal. Man, Tizzy, how are you doing today? Hey, Rev. Thank you. Thank you. I'm well, and it's good to see you as always. Listen, well, let's get right to it. Let me just say this for folks who don't know. We um, just did, and you have to take, if you have not seen it, um, Big Oil's Last Lifeline, um, a three-part docuseries that goes in depth into the areas of Texas, particularly Houston, um, Louisiana, my home state, specifically around New Orleans and around the St. James Parish and in um, the Ohio River Valley, um, in particularly West Virginia. And this was a critically important docu-series for so many reasons. We're going to get into it. Um, and so Tizzy was the, both the writer and director of that. Um, but before we get into all of that, um, for folks who don't know you, um, mm -hmm. haven't been introduced to you, who is Takia Tizzy Green? <laughs> I mean, well, first and foremost, a servant of God. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm just here just living out my purpose. That's literally what I'm doing. And that's, with all of the trials and tribulations and on my journey, I've taken that and I use that to inspire and heal others, you know, my community. Um, just like I said, being a servant, you know, for God and um, being of service to everybody else. Mm. Well, you mentioned that, so and I appreciate that, particularly from my perspective of being a servant of God and using your work to help better, um, literally, um, our community. But who is your community? I mean, my community, I, I work a lot with the youth. I'm more of a youth advocate. Um, I'm from South Central Los Angeles, uh, born and raised. So that's uh, where I do a lot of my, you know, activism and, and advocacy work. Um, that's pretty much 
the community. I mean, I, I work with all communities, though, honestly. I literally do. Because, I mean, to me, we're all connected, all one in some form or fashion. So, um, what you know, it's like a domino effect. Yeah. Know? When one's doing, you know, it's like love thy neighbor. That's that's my community. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you mentioned South Central, that's, you know, South Central is not a small, it's not, you know, it's not, there's certain parts of South Central. So what, what part of South Central L.A.? Um, are you um, from? But you know, I, I, I don't want you. I, I want you to be tomorrow. This is my block. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is my block, you know, Rev. We over know, here. You, you know, I can go there too, Rev. I don't want our producer Cross and all that and start deleting the podcast songs. We just want you to try to get to the. We actually try to get to your last name, the Green part. So we want to. We want to get to. <laughs> We're trying to get there, but no. But what part of what part of uh, what part of LA? I think that has an impact because obviously, from the cultural standpoint, everything from the Rodney King aspect, from mm-hmm. just the living aspect. I mean, that has an impact on how you see this world as well. I mean, literally, South Central off of uh, Western near Western and 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 ninety uh, second. That's what's up. You know. I was trying not to, you know, tell all of that, but <laughs> no, no, but you got it. That's, that's important. We need yeah. that part too. I mean, I yeah, guess... I'm literally from, yeah, the heart. South mm. Well, I know that part quite well, and so I know that part means that you also had to, regardless of where you came from, how good your parents or parents was or wasn't. I know that also requires you to overcome some things and to bring you, and that's got to shape your reason for wanting to bring justice to the screen. So, you know, you know, how, how, how did that past upbringing bring you to where you are now when you want to use your camera, use your writing ability, use your storytelling ability to bring light to justice? I mean, absolutely. I, you know, um, I grew up, you know, uh, in a gang and, you know, when I was young, you know, being destructive and, you know, putting out the wrong type of energy in my community. So when I, um, got the calling, you know, um, that's what inspired me was to, I guess fix what I had broken or mm. contributed to breaking. Um, and, you know, a youth center literally saved my life. Like, uh, I literally was running from uh, another gang shooting at us, and I, I ran and hid and ducked up in the youth center, and that's where I, I got discovered. You know, I ended up going there every day just to stay off the streets, not to get shot at. So um, that's where I got discovered. That's where I originally started rapping and ended up getting a record deal and um, and then ended up getting hired at Sony Pictures when I was like 19. Um, so, I, you know, I, that that's what inspired. Like I said, I use my journey to tell stories. And so I'm, I can relate to a lot of people. And, um, and, and that's what I like to 
I like authenticity. So mm. if I can pull that out of people as a director um, for people to tell their truth, you know, that's that that's what I go by because I walk in my truths. No, nah, that's so real. I mean, you have no idea, Tizzy, how real. I'm so glad. Thank you for being transparent because I don't think you even know how many people, even right now, telling that story that's going to bless for real. Because I think so many people in this movement, one, don't come from that world at all. And they don't even understand what that means. They can't even comprehend, actually, what it means to be ducking from bullets and then ducking into the the youth center in your life. And I know it's a whole process in that process and what that means. They don't, and so, and then be who you are now, um, you know, you know, tell, speaking truth to power. So that's, that's, that's so important for you to put that out there into the universe. And thank you for that. I guess, you know, that kind of leads me to, you know, just, you know, because clearly there's an evolution for Tizzy and in this process and where you are. And I'm assuming that this evolution ain't over yet. You know what I mean? I'm assuming that you still feeling yourself blossom. Am I right on that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're always evolving, you know. Um, I'm, you know, I recently opened up my nonprofit youth center to give back for the same reasons because I know that, you know, it literally saved my life. Hmm. So I'm 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 evolving as spiritually every day, you know, individually, you know, as a friend, as a daughter, as an aunt. You know, just my my perspective on life is is just different, and it's always changing. So, well, let's get to this project you you just completed. This is it's amazing. Obviously, um, you know, it, we you just with Hip Hop Caucus and and others who are part of that releasing released a three part docu series sounding the alarm on environmental racism and the petrochemical industry. It was Big Oil's last lifeline, and, it, and it, it takes us to the front lines of the U.S. epicenters for petrochemicals production. You took us to West Virginia, you took us to Houston, and along the Mississippi River and Louisiana. And so in Big Oil's last lifetime, lifeline, this three-part docuseries, um, you know, which people can find if you go online, you obviously can go to weshallbreathe.com slash films and you can if you haven't seen it but did you know about petrochemicals before filming the series so this is the thing i i did on a small scale and 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 the small scale was really the fertilizer Hmm. but you know when you know the team and i went hip-hop caucus team and myself went to scout the locations I got to see everything firsthand. And so I think as a director, it was a good thing for someone like me to do a project like this because I was green. Mm. And so I got to really dig in and get the perspective and the truth of what's going on from the people. And that was the way that that that's what inspired me to direct it the way I did as far as like not being so, you know, talking so much about statistics and, you know, things of that nature, but actually hearing from the people who are mm. living this every day and and sharing their stories that's relatable to all of us and, pull, and, and tugging on our heartstrings, you know, so that we can continue to be a part of the movement 
and make a difference and also be supportive to them in whatever fashion that they need support. Hmm. What did you do to get up to speed on these issues? Um, a lot of reading, <laughs> the research, and the main thing, listening. Mm. Listening listening to the people, uh, developing relationships with, with the people who are on the front lines, the people who are going through this, the activists, you know, the, the, the neighborhoods, the people in the neighborhoods, um, just actually really listening to them. Hmm. You know. Why is that important? I mean, you're, you're, you're obviously, as someone who has to tell this story, um, and it's their story, right? And and you know, this is, for some of them, this is a story of life or death. The, the petrochemical and fossil fuels industry business plan means a death sentence for many of them. And so you have to get this story right. So why is it important? You're stressing listening. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that important for people to understand that aspect to your work? I think because because it is it, their perspective is it is a death sentence for them, hmm. and 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 the most important thing for them for the individuals who who are living this every day is to be heard. And so I wanted to make sure that I captured their stories. You know, exactly. You know, the good thing is, like I said, I developed relationships with them. So they were transparent. They were vulnerable, you know, um, and 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 just willing to open up, you know, with with intimate personal uh, experiences Um, and, and, and saying that on camera is, you know, these aren't people from Hollywood or, you know, you know, these are regular folk just like us. And, you know, um, they've been talking and yelling and crying so much, but they're still feeling unheard. So that's why to me, it was important, like I said, to capture their truths, their words, and let the world know, you know, whoever watched this, like, yo, this is, this is something that I can relate to because everybody knows somebody that has had cancer, that have passed away, you know. So it, it's different scenarios, but we all have the same emotions. Hmm. And so if you can tug on certain emotions, you know, from the audience that's not paying attention to this and, and related, uh, make a story where it's relatable to them, then I'm sure that, you know, I know myself. Like I wanted to make, I wanted to change. I wanted to mm-hmm. say, what else can I do? I, I'm doing, what else can I do? You know? Hmm. You know, Tizzy, as you're talking, um, and as you, I watch this amazing docuseries and these amazing films, um, one of the things you brought up there that comes up and obviously, uh, Don Richards, who's part of the Hip Hop Caucus team as well, does some of the voiceover. And one thing I was listening to is the repeated term sacrifice zones, right? And I was just li- listening to that and watching that, which struck me. And this is kind of going back to your, your kind of, your story is, you know, and I also come from this world as well. I understand, you know, we have folks in our communities who are gangbanging. But when you listen to these stories, you realize that they ain't got nothing on these folks in these corporate 
boardrooms that I've met some gangsters, Tizzy. <laughs> I've, met <few. laughs> I've met some characters. I ain't gonna lie. I've met a few. Right. <laughs> I've met some. But I'm gonna tell you something. In that in that whole process, they ain't got nothing on what these folks do in the suites. I've met some gangsters in the streets. They ain't got nothing because they literally will put this pollution and these toxins next to a schoolyard and they will kill school babies with the fumes. When you're, as you went around and you traveled and you were doing this film and you were thinking about that, how did that make you feel? I mean, that's just, I mean, for me, it makes me angry when I think about, particularly when it happens to black and brown communities. I mean, as you're filming this and you're telling this story, I mean, how do you, how do you maintain your emotions in that regard? Let me tell you something. I was very angry, hmm. you know, um, especially with, with the youth, because, you know, that's where, that's my soft spot, you know. Um, but just with everybody, just how they're being treated, how, how, how it's being done, like, and, and specifically, strategically placing these chemical plants in space specific neighborhoods and then calling it sacrifice zones. Mm. I mean, it doesn't get any more disrespectful, uh, <laughs> hateful, like whatever words you want to use. It's like, I was upset. And so that's why to me, it was like, what else can I do? And Because the thing is, I went to those three different places, but it's affecting us all. It's in all of our food, all of our air, and all of our water. You know, um, just, you know, in those particular places, they're right next to the plants, you know, mm. but it's literally affecting us all. So that's why it's so important to get the message out there. You know, it, you right. That's the real gangsters. Hmm. Those are the demonic gangsters. That's what I call them. Because there's no way you can have you can be human and have compassion or or any type of love and 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 do that to people. That's that was my thoughts. Like how how can you even do you can't be human? Literally, you, you for a, a check for a lear jet for power. You know, it could, because at the end of the day, it's affecting them, too. Hmm. And their families, you know, um, we, 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 we're having all these diseases and respiratory issues and cancers and all this stuff going on in the world. And at the end of the day, it's literally coming from, you know, those those in power that just want money. That's um building these petrochemical plants and, and the, the fake food, taking away our natural nutrients and all of this stuff is, is, is very upsetting. Very upsetting. No, you hit it. We're going to call it what it is. It is demonic. I ain't, it, it's but, demonic. Yeah, if you can, if these folks, like literally we had a situation where we could simply just regulate, not, oh, not even just get rid of, just regulate your pollution. And they literally went to task 
to go to the Supreme Court to get rid of the regulation. Like, you know, they went to they went to the highest court in the quote unquote land to get rid of the regulation so they can they can pollute even more without the regulation. Like literally, that's like people are saying, man, you know, I'm going to get rid of the crack laws. So I'm going to sell all the crack. <laughs> you can't use unlimited. It's going to be like, nah, you can't even like, you can't even like tell me like this is too much or this or this or nah. We're going to just go overboard and kill everybody, including ourselves. You're right. Including uh, like literally Titanic. Like literally like we just, they don't care. They're going to like take it down. So man, you it, know. So it, I, just, I, I just saw that. I, yeah. just, I just read that yesterday. I mean, Rev, honestly, that's my mission here. And mm. and it's so much bigger than, you know, we're talking about energy plants, right? Chemical plants, energy. At the end of the day, the only way we can stop this is if we heal ourselves mm. and, and, and change our energy. Because once we change our in- energy individually, then our energy will change collectively, and that changes the energy of the planet. Hmm. Why is it important for Black creatives to get involved in this work and to tell these kind of stories? Well, I mean, it's our story. Hmm. It's the way we're being affected, you know? Um, and, and, And a lot of times when we're not telling our stories, and somebody, somebody else is telling our story just being watered down and it's not authentic. So it's very important for us to, as creatives, to, to tell our own stories like it is because we can relate to our stories because we go through. Hmm. You know, as I'm, as I'm, you know, so now that you've done this project, um, what's next on your horizon? Do you want to do, you want to, Keep this going, you know. Hip hop caucus. You want to, you want to keep the band together, you know. Absolutely. You know, keep the band together. You know, we want <laughs> run it back. You know, you know. What's next? You, I guess we gotta go out here and make sure everybody sees this. Make sure folks yeah. check out. You cannot miss Big Oil's Last Lifeline. This amazing three part docu series sounding the alarm on environmental racism and the petrochemical industry. But what's what's next? What would you want to see done next? You want to see like another part to this? You want to see how we can maybe do something that is even more, you know, culturally kind of connecting? What's, what's next? What's your ideas on that? I mean, one thing that I saw was absolutely want to definitely keep the, the family thing going with Hip Hop Caucus because I love what you all are doing over there. Um, that was one of the reasons I wanted to be a part of the project because literally every project I attach myself to, it has to have meaning behind it. Um, but I think being out there and seeing a lot of, um, our elders on the front lines and in the movement, I, I would like to see a lot more young people get involved with this Mm -hmm. movement. Um, because that was missing, you know, um, so I would I would like to see that. And and it's just a matter of, you know, doing more to connect with them because, you know, uh, a lot of the elders were letting us know, like they're leaving. They're not there. And and so, when, you know, when they leave the area, 
these petrochemical plants have the opportunity to come in and swoop up the land, you know, that's been passed down from generations. So I think it's important to continue this movement, to continue to work with with a docu-series of this nature, um, to keep getting the word out and and tapping into, you know, different perspectives of it as well. Hmm. And um, I mean, me, I'm 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 always working, so um what's next for me like i said my youth center um that i'm doing that you know i'm writing a book on uh you know healing um like i spoke about earlier us healing ourselves individually first and um you know tapping into our trauma and 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 healing that in order to evolve to the next level so we can you know have you know, the faith and, and the grit to stand up against these demonic gangsters. Hmm. But, but Tizzy, I'm going to tell you, with, with this project and others that I know that we're going to do, but this in general that we have to do, all of us, um, that we have to do together to bring it to life, we, we know we're we going to we gonna fight. We, we got no choice but to fight. And I think that, you know, the, the Bible says that it will use the foolish things to confound the wise. And so sometimes what other folks think is foolish, sometimes, you know, God is right in the midst of that. And so mm-hmm. we are so happy that that God is in our culture, God is in our in our spirit, God is in our energy. Because to be honest, um, we can't keep having our babies put in caskets. We can't keep having literally from asthma and emphysema and cancer. We can't, there's no way possible we can continue to have, you know, we know, we know, we know that, you know, we can count off the stats that 68% of black people live within 30 miles of a coal-fired power plant, that so many black people and and indigenous and brown people live next to petrochemical facilities. We know those numbers, but we can't let them get away. We can't let them get away. So I just want to thank you, Tizzy. So let me ask you this. If folks want to follow you and support you and contact you, how can they do that? Um, I'm on Instagram at it's Tizzy G, I T S T I Z Z I G, and um, on Facebook as Tizzy Green. And uh, if you want to email me, you can email us at um, majestic nine films at gmail.com. Awesome. Tizzy, thank you for this amazing production. Thank you for your gift. Thank you thank for. You. Thank you, thank you for running fast so you could duck behind cars. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. Thank God, for, thank God yes. for keeping me so I can be yes. here to talk to you yes. today. Thank goodness you knew what car to duck behind. Thank right, God. right. Thank you, Lord, for all of that. Oh, man. Thank you much. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to, you know, to be a part of this movement and opening my eyes to it. Um, you know, just let me know, like, I... I told everybody, you know, Liz, Candace, let me know where you all need me at because I'm there. That's, yeah. you know, and that, I'm and about that's the important. movement. And that's important to you. I want to, as we end on now, I want to make sure people know that um, a lot of our team, we, we, we just met you really for the first time, right? In many cases, some of us knew you much longer than that. Some of us just met, but it was important as a black creative that we trust black creatives and we trust them with our resources and our story, and we trust them, 
um, too many times the reason why people ask why hip hop caucus is important is for that very reason, because too many other people will get that opportunity. And nothing wrong with that to tell that story, but we need to trust our community because there's no way that our community will go from the Malcolm Littles to the Malcolm X, from the Cassius Clays to the Muhammad Ali's. There's no way that we are able to to grow in that fashion unless we're the ones who actually are doing what needs to be done. So Tizzy, I thank you for picking up that mantle and doing this this great project here. Uh, make sure that folks tune in. I think it's important that they tune in to Big Oil's Last Life Line, the three-part docu-series on petrochemical industry. And for that, I just to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for trusting me. No, most definitely. And that's our guest today, Takia Tizzy Green director, producer, and CEO of Majestic Nine Productions. And I am Rev Yearwood, your host of The Coolest Show. Thank you. Like what you heard on this episode? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us at Think 100 Climate and at Hip Hop Caucus on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Visit thecoolestshow.com where you can take action for climate justice right now. You can also learn more about this podcast and donate to Think 100%, which is a non-profit project. Thank you for listening and all power to repeat. It's the coolest show you know. It's the coolest show you know.